Bam, we're live. I locked my studio last night, and then when I came up to it this morning, I was like, oh, shit, all the doors are locked. And I got all crazy locks on the door. Yeah. Bars on the windows. You've seen it. Yeah, it's Fort Knox. <laughs> so I, I'm like, oh, fuck. Then I, in my, it's dark here, so I run back in the house. I'm like, where's my keys? Where's all my shit? Uh, I got nervous because you're you're so like scheduled and disciplined that it's like one minute past, and normally that wouldn't Where be is an he? issue. Yeah, I'm like, worst case scenario is going through my mind. <laughs> I'm like a little kid this morning. I'm so excited that I'm traveling, and and I'm so excited about that we got in one more show before I take off, and that that gives me all day today. When I get to the house to look for a place to set up my podcast gear, I'm bringing it all. The whole <laughs> portable it. studio. Yeah. Like the, I'm bringing in the live, the phone, the everything. <laughs> I'm going to show up to Greg's house today with just like 15 bags of shit. He's going to be like, what are you doing? Like, where do I set this up? Where's the studio, please? Yeah. yeah. Point me to the studio. How are you? I'm good. Wait. You, uh, have, you, have you taught a class already today? No, not on, not on Tuesdays. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I uh I saw uh Dave was it uh Dave Castro um I forget what he told me his job is now at CrossFit Inc but you got a lot of you know him as the guy who used to run the CrossFit games. He's been on the podcast a bunch. It, he was at the um Where was he? Oh, he's he's at Fort Bragg. Mhm. Yep, his Instagram here. And they're doing 124 um Oh, wait a minute. Look at this. Yeah, right? Yeah, oh, that's what I saw this morning, too, if it's the same thing. This guy yeah, sitting at, next to him? Yeah, and you know what's crazy? That <laughs> dude That dude is... Uh, I'm trying to remember which CrossFit gym. I'm trying, I've been trying to get that dude on the podcast. Not not like... I mean, I've, I think I've... He probably doesn't even know that. But like mm. I've been hitting up... I think I hit up his affiliate Instagram or something. Anyway, I think eventually I'm going to get him on the podcast. I'm on the trail now, but when I saw that, I wanted him on for the affiliate series. And then I saw that that's pretty cool. Right. So yeah. it says, um, Oh, this is Dave's Instagram fun evening. Oh, I'm just getting my shit together. Hi everyone. Fun evening with Savannah, Georgia area uh, affiliates. We invited them to meet up to discuss a new army project. We kick off tomorrow. That army project, by the way, is, um, I think they're going to, I did the math on it and I think they're going to put, 7,700 soldiers through a one-day CrossFit introductory course that's unique for these soldiers. And I just thought, wow, that's going to be fucking amazing for the affiliates in that area because those dudes are going to need to go to affiliates eventually. Yeah, hopefully. Well, well, aff affiliates, affiliates everywhere around the world. So let's say, let's say half of those dudes stick with CrossFit and, yeah. and, all of them introduce at least one person to CrossFit. So we're back up to 7,700. And if there's 7,700 affiliates in the United States, I don't know if there are, just make it easy for me. Then that means that that's one person for every affiliate in the United States. And that's $2,400 to every affiliate just through that program. Mm -hmm. I mean, just some simple, like just thinking, you know, math. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Fucking. I love, I love it's amazing. that. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. It's like, it's really where I think that uh, hopefully CrossFit does more of that and sees kind of the benefit of going after some big wells like that, like the army. Cause don't do black history month. We don't need fucking rub your gen the same genitalia on my face month. I don't need <laughs> uh fucking um, uh, it's celebrate the fucking menorah month. Fuck you. Like I just do this. This is it. This is good. 
<laughs> I don't I don't need any I don't need anything else from HQ. Oh, nothing. So good. Don't do a uh, stupid fucking shit on your games Instagram. I, 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 anxious oh, alex geez. like talk to us like like you have a pedophile fucking running your instagram account like don't do any of that stuff just normal how, how do you think they test that you think they ran that by like a test group and were like hey we think we're gonna do this what what do you guys what's the beta test what do you guys feel okay about it? in all sincerity here, here here's what it is there's people over there working at CrossFit that are part of that group that's uh, uh where it's like 70 percent of the males today haven't had sex because they jerk off to 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 porn right and so like we're in that we're in that kind of in that phase in society there's a whole segment of young men who are just like spend their time on twitch video games and masturbating to porn and so you have some people over there who are trying to get people to do crossfit instead of staying true to crossfit Mm. and and then so what you're getting is a a short term you know what i mean does that make sense to you yeah like i'm trying to sell you uh something Trying to, they're trying to sell you something and saying, instead of staying true to the brand. And it's just crazy short-sighted. Mm-hmm. It's crazy short-sighted. And so that's how you end up with these weird, like it, this, it's, it's worse than juvenile. It's, it's, um, it's perversion, not in the sexual sense, but it's a, like this show is juvenile, but the, it's a, it's like a twisted, um, like, Hey dude, dude, there's no, there's no if, ands, or buts if ands or buts about it, if you do CrossFit, you're a badass. That's just the way it is. Don't, it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, you think, uh, Dave, I'm going to answer this too after I ask it, but you think Dave put that first picture with that guy at the CEO up just as a little, you think that's oh, like a nod to the podcast? Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to say yes. So you don't have to. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. I don't, I, I mean, I, I, I think Dave and I are very close, Yeah, but not in the work sense. Like, I mean, in the sense, like if he called me and said, Hey, um, I'm stuck. My power's out at my house. My generator's low on gas. Will you go put gas in my generator? Like, you'd be like, I'll be there in five. Yeah. Just like when I lost my job, like no shit. Dave did stuff like bring meat to my house from his freezer for, from his dead cow. You know, I just think we have that. Uh, relationship around the work shit though he's it's a little different right he tries to keep me at like arms distance but but he maybe does, but he's got some love for you and i think what you kind of get into that soft soft right. form a little bit he does a little bit more than he would now what he's what he right. do for right. me fuck no <laughs> not in a million years but for well you? i will say this if he hated me that picture would never go up yeah that's true right yeah like um I, I can th- I can think of one or two people who've done some really mean things to him over the years, and uh, th- that would never. Um, He'd have purposely been like, "Fuck that! Don't put that picture up." Yeah, but it is weird. It it's so weird that he comes on the like. I mean, you know, he didn't come on the podcast forever. I couldn't get him to come on, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, I'm coming, but I'll only do it in your office." I don't, That's a good I don't friend, but I I think that he I don't was know doing that. On. He was doing that to push you and to push himself a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Oh, okay. You know? uh, yeah, he definitely does like to make things uncomfortable. Yeah, and I like, and he knows I like it. It's the black licorice effect, you know. Uh, or, that's why, like, going to every time I think about going to Meta, like we joked about getting in suits and having you go back there and be like, "Hi, we want to speak to a customer service representative. We seem to have lost my account." Yeah, like, yeah. like when I think about it, like think about us, like getting there, like I could start, like my palms would start to get sweaty, like I get a little nervous about it, and that makes me want to go do it. I'm like, oh, I need my account back. I need to, we need to tap into that. Hey, great guest yesterday. Hey, he's a trip. Aaron, I don't understand yeah. him. I don't understand how him at all. 
like psychologically, like I'm, it's like almost like I'm talking to an alien, but I, and not, but, and I really like that. Yeah. We talked about, I think some people in the chat were saying he was like going too quick and stuff. And I don't think he was going too quick, but he touched a, 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 on a lot of really good subjects that you kind of wanted to like pause him for a minute and be like, okay, stay right here. Unpack all this. Let's stay here. Okay. Now move forward in it. So there, I, I do sympathize in the sense that there was a lot of meat on the bone when he was, he was moving kind of quickly through it. But I really enjoyed his uh, takes on it. And and by the way, just for the record, the chat is always so sure of like what's going on and what's happening. I had to leave because I had to coach the youth program, guys. I didn't go. Why? Get a drink. What did they a, say happened? Some of them were like, he's getting a drink at the bar. Like Philip said, he saw me struggling. So I like, like I just like was like, ah, like freaked out and left or something. And like I was cracking up reading the comments. And just 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 coaching a class, guys. Had to be that 730. No one actually likes black licorice. Yeah, I, 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 it's my favorite. And and also, you're right. That's 100% true. I can't stand it. But like, if I had to choose between black and red, I would choose black every time. I don't, I don't understand black licorice either. <laughs> but, I, but I don't fuck with the anus ever. I don't like it. I don't, I'm not interested in it. I'm not, I'm not, you see, I zero. 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 You better be careful. You're gonna say it so much that the chat's gonna go the opposite way. They're gonna be like, he, he loves the anus. Sevon Aaron Jin was so good. He's so logical. He talked about faith, but he did not use uh, did not use faith to justify his arguments. Yeah, yeah, right. Isn't that great? That's the problem with like Candace Owens and shit like that, and that whole Prager you people. They they, uh, they use um, their faith like. Uh, like the left uses gender. It's, it's, it's bad. It's sloppy. It's lazy. Thank you for that. What a astute observation, Katie. That was good. Sounds like something I would say. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Is black licorice, uh, an anal thing? No, I was just thinking like, I don't like anal. It's not like I, like I hate anal. And so I always have anal with my wife. Like, I don't want like, like the, the, the terror I have of every time I wipe my butt that my finger is going to slide on the outside of the toilet paper and, and rub my anus is, 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 uh, <laughs> like, I, I, I just, I don't want anything. I don't want anything to do with my butt. The only time I get, I mean, I wash my butt good, but that's it. I feel like the, 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 the soap is in my hand is like the, um, is the, like, it's a shield gives me the power it's the amulet that allows me to get close to my <laughs> anus and then other than that i have no interest in any <laughs> your force field anus. but the point is is that i can't stand black licorice but i love but I, w- I love eating it too so it's a but the anus is just strictly negative ghost rider uh hey sevi this this came in my dms hey sevi first i'd like to thank you and your team for your podcast i can rarely make the shows when they're live but i look forward to seeing the new youtube podcast notifications when they're posted i'm a crossfitter and i've worked in the pharmaceutical industry for 10 years four of which were with big pharma where i've been part of many commercial drug launch teams before i left to work for a small pharma company i always feel a sense of pride once they would get fda stamp of approval because i'm conditioned to think we were helping treat people and cure people of their diseases it wasn't until I heard you mention how the ex-FDA commissioner, now part of the Moderna Pfizer, did it, uh, did it start opening my eyes on how intertwined the government is with Big Pharma. So this person heard on the show, holy shit, the uh, ex-FDA commissioner is now part of Moderna and Pfizer. By the way, it's not just one. It's like all <laughs> go 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 look up who's on the board of Coca-Cola, Pfizer, the FDA. You, 
you have to know this. And we talked about it. it, it it's making its rounds on Instagram again. And you have to fucking know this. We talked about it two years ago, fucking every day for a week. Dr. Fauci's wife is basically in charge of all the ethical decisions over at the NIH, National Institute of Health. Like she is his partner in crime. She signs off and makes the arguments of why it's okay to force kids to take injections. So a bunch of you got, I have to tell you this, a bunch of you got all twisted and, and all fucked up. I'm going to tell you some things and you're not going to like it. The best way to raise your kid is to homeschool them, vaginal birth, breastfeed, and don't circumcise your males. It, it's, it's, it, you can believe me or not believe me. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm not saying that people don't end and don't get a divorce. I'm not saying that there's not like exceptions to this. Like, like the, like the mom has cancer and they shouldn't breastfeed or, or, or you had, you had some kid fucked up you kids at 60 years old and, and, and they were born prematurely and thank God you were in a hospital or your wife's breast milk has some recessive gene that only, um, Ashkenazi Jews have. And you can't, I'm not saying that. But 99% of you who have any pushback on it, it's not pushback with rationale. It's pushback with arguing your limitations. Well, my wife couldn't do this because of this. Her uterus was too – I can't homeschool because I can't afford it. It's like – none of it's like, no, actually, Savon, that's not true. Uh, the studies show that – like like it's all just rationale. I, I don't care. I make all sorts of fuck-ups too. I use a – I love my phone that's made with slave labor where Chinese people have to kill themselves for me to get it. I love it. I'm not, I'm not asking um I'm not attacking anyone. I'm not I'm not attacking anyone. I'm 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 just saying like the best babies come out. You want to give your kid the best chance possible. This is the way. I don't need to hear any of your fucking excuses or 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 anything. Love your kid and hang out with them and raise them. You had them. Don't put shoes on your kids. I mean, there's a whole list of things that are the better way to, to raise your kids. I can't, I didn't make those. I'm not, I'm not making this up. I'm, I'm not saying it's a hundred percent, right? 99% of the fucking parents who send their kids to school who want to argue with me, I guarantee you 99.9 to infinity. You've never once gone and sat in on your kid's school. I went to school for 13 years. No more than that. 23 years. And if you want to include college, 10 years of undergrad <laughs> and and I never saw a parent sit in on a classroom. You know why? Because they don't even fucking know or care what the curriculum is. Get it? So, so don't tell me like, oh, but there are some good schools. Of course there are some good schools. I'm not arguing with that. But if you've never sat in your kid's curriculum or your school, like I'm, I'm just telling you the best way. I think maybe there's a best way to wipe your butt too. Uh, uh, front to back. <laughs> But but I'm not as sure about that as I am about this other shit. That's it. I'm not, I'm not saying like – I know you. everyone's trying their hardest. I sent my kid to school for two years too. The only reason why we homeschooled him was a fucking accident. I'm not, I'm not saying that like I'm smarter than you or you did something wrong. I'm just saying that the, the, it's, it's best not to eat after 6 o'clock at night. It's, 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 for most human beings, that's optimal. Just some things like that. Opportunity cost is a thing. 
sure, yeah, um, uh, let's kill everyone who's committed uh, any um, crime, and and shit would probably get better on the planet. But I don't think it's the right thing to do. Yes, opportunity. Like, there's all sorts of ridiculous. There's all sorts of notions you can put at what I'm saying, but they're not arguments for what the truth is. So here we go again. If homeschooling is not viable for a family, it doesn't mean that it's not superior. It doesn't mean that it is not. I don't understand what that. I, don't, I can't read. Sorry. I thought I was going to say it doesn't mean that it's superior to. Yeah. Here, here's what it comes down to. So many parents do not want to deal with their kids. Yeah. I don't want to deal with my kids' education. I have zero involvement in their fucking schooling because I don't want to. So many parents are freaking out when their kids were at home. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, uh, that's not opportunity. That's murder. It's, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the, well, it's just a different kind. I mean, now you're now we're just playing semantics. Yeah, yeah, circumcise in the future if you want it. Yeah, you want to fucking generally mutilate yourself, just let, let the kid do it later on in life. See the movie American uh, uh, Circumcision. It will fucking blow your mind. I'm then why I'm afraid it's already been done. I can't reverse it. So yeah, I well, want to know the actually, information. There, I, and I'm not suggesting anyone does reverse it, by the way. But, but but there is actually a movement to reverse it too. There's some shit, but I would not do that. How would but, you do that? Like you glue it back on or something? Dude, there's this machine you can this thing you can stretch your skin. But here's oh, the thing: the most interesting thing is this. There is something called like stenosis or something. Like I, I anyway, we should maybe we'll do a movie night where we all watch that movie. Mm. Yeah, you don't would not want to be. I know that, right? Exactly. I know. I didn't want to go there either. But yeah, you can't be as an adult. You would never be circumcised unless I don't know. Got something. There'd have to be some excruciating circumstance. Uh, it wasn't until I heard you mention how the ex FDA commissioner are now part of Moderna Pfizer did it start opening my eyes on how intertwined the government is with big pharma and really understand why pharma companies mandated the jab to stay employed. Then when I heard you all refer the drug companies want to treat you but still make you, you sick enough to rely on their drug, it hit me smack in the face that the industry would crumble if any of these companies had a cure. Now that I've been red-pilled, I see very clearly how the industry is nothing more than a for-profit business and the ex expense of being uh, – and the expense being sick patients. Yeah. Kind of unfortunate that I still work in the industry – but at least I have the knowledge to just accept the norm. Yeah, all of that's – like that's true with the racism, all of that stuff. That's the craziest part too. They got this whole cohort of people arguing the realities of racism that aren't that are not reality. Yeah. And uh and uh, well first because most people don't even know what racism is. It's the same thing with homeschooling. Like I had no idea what it is. But but they don't know what it is, but they go into it because it it creates money. Same with homelessness. There is no homelessness. It's a misnomer, but it's a billion dollar industry in the state of Washington alone. Let me repeat that again. The homeless industry in the state of Washington is a billion-dollar industry. Now, if you make $250,000 a year being the head of some food bank, do you want homelessness to go away? Not unless I get a new job. I wonder if, I wonder if, uh, if there's not many problems. There's just mostly industries, right? Uh. Like if we well, find a, pro a society and a problem in society that we can't seem to figure out how to fix, there usually seems to be an industry attached to that, right? Yeah. Well, and that's the cool thing about CrossFit that like um, you get to just keep doing it over. It's a it's it, there's a, a maintenance, a cool maintenance piece to it. You don't just get fit and then quit. Okay, got it. Right. There is no top of the mountain. Hey. Uh, 
Daniel Garrity. Now I know why likes why Sevon likes Aaron again. He just covered fourteen uh, topics <laughs> in the last thirty seconds. Hey, there is one hack to what you were saying <clears throat> with the homeschool and everything else. Yeah, and I just think that if you were to build like a pyramid of, of raising a kid, that might be kind of cool to think about. But uh, at the at the base of it. Well, well, by that you mean like there's there's these kids who I know who are homeschooled, but one day a week the parents send them to a three hour class that takes place on the beach and it's studying um the ocean. Well, that sounds awesome. That sounds way awesome. Yeah, but but what I was gonna say is that that's that what you mean? Instead of just homeschool, there's like a no. I just oh. meant that regardless of your situation of circumstance, because just like in a lot of these topics we talk about, context really matters as to like why you're doing what you're doing, right? Like some, like you've heard the parents or the people make the argument. I made it last time that if they can't afford it, that you're partly going to school for a daycare because you need it. And you're partly going to school for education. But the number one um, underlying factor that will be beneficial across the whole thing is just parent involvement. So it doesn't well, like. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You know, because if yes. you're so, if yes. you take your give the parents, yeah, and that would start with uh, Susa, um, giving the parents the money so the parents could pick the school that they want to send their kids to. Hey, that would get us to the fifty yard line because then all the schools would be competing for the money. We'd have competition, hundred yeah. yeah, yeah. percent. Yeah, but, but I know, I know that's not exactly what you meant by parent uh, participation. But giving them money would uh, would empower the parents to participate. Well, that would be at like a tax level and being able to have more option and choice of school, which technically, if you think about it, if you don't really have an option for the kids in your school, you don't really have a freedom to choose. Right. Because for for me, freedom is equals to options of choices. So if you have to stick to one due to your tax and due to where you live and everything else, then there's not really a freedom of choice. You're just kind of stuck with what you got. But the point being is that you could have a kid that's being homeschooled that's still being all screwed up. I mean, you take your kids, for example. The process in which you're vetting all the adults that are in front of them, who you're choosing to get in front of them, how long you're choosing to use each one of these people, what you choose to, the timing that you choose to sit down to do their homework, the other practices and disciplines like them having to sit still and breathe. I mean, I've been around a lot of young kids and I have not seen, this is going to go back a couple of years, four-year-olds sit there in silence for two to three minutes. It's crazy. No homeschool or regular school or anything is going to do that shit. That's all parents. That's all you and Haley, right? So regardless of people, rather than us getting into this argument about which is right, and I think majority of the people kind of know that you're you're right, more involvement, heavier involvement in your kid's life is going to set them up for further success, but maybe their situations don't dictate it. So rather than looking at it as an A or B, just have as much possible involvement in your kid's life as you have with the situation that you're being dealt, and chances are they're going to come out okay. Do do did you have uh do you remember having friends spend the night like in sixth seventh and eighth grade? We did, but it was like it was like birthdays and stuff. Like it had to be a more special occasion. Like oh. I knew a lot of my friends that were just like had kids that could spend the night on like a school night. Yeah, and me, I thought that was crazy. Like oh no, this yeah, the school that. night shit was crazy. But it wasn't until we were I'd probably say like fifth or sixth grade, and then it would be like you know a birthday party. We'd have eight to ten kids over. We'd go to like the putting golf course and ride go-karts and then go back and all spend the night, like get a movie and spend the night there. I, I had this uh, friend, Jeff Holman, who would spend the night all the time, like on Fridays and Saturdays, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. And it was always the same thing. We stayed up real late. My mom would be asleep. And then we would lay out shit loads of blankets on the floor. And then we, we would sleep. Or I think normally I would lay out blankets for him and I would on the floor and like build like a cushion. And then I would sleep in my bed. And we would talk all night. Mm-hmm. 
We would just lay there and talk and just, just, I just remember how fun it was. And, um, then, so the, I, I put my kids, my, my, well, my wife does it 90% of the time, but we put our kids to sleep every single night. And it's one of those things that is, is frowned upon in the kid raising community. Um, you, you're, you're supposed to just put your kids to sleep and let them fall asleep themselves. But in the last week is, but we don't do that. We lay down with our kids and, and go to sleep with them. And then, and then, and then get up and once they fall asleep, we get up and, and leave. And last week alone, and, and the conversations then are so fucking amazing. Last, this, so these are the questions I've heard from my boys. What's the meaning of life? Where were you before you were born? What happens when you die? Are we going to be allowed to go to uh, our grandmother's funeral? Um, uh, what is the definition of se- Like, what is sex? What is that? What does that word mean? It's just a constant barrage of big life questions dude it's yeah. crazy it's crazy just from sleep just from yeah it's 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 uh, yeah pillow talk with Savon. yeah it's so <laughs> great thank you hey that's what happens when you give them yeah. real life interaction and expose them to a bunch of things in life rather than putting a screen in front of them yeah, yeah right and and and, uh, and 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 kind of just like like for me maybe it is better that if i would have like um taught my kids a little more independence put themselves to sleep all that like a lot of but i don't um no they didn't the, the vajankle never came up no. <laughs> thank you though yeah but they're gonna have their whole life to sleep independent you're only gonna have these moments in time now yeah it was um i don't know how they don't drop from exhaustion every day either I, dude the kids are crazy with their energy if you could find a way to bottle that and sell it we'd be billionaires <laughs> zero side effects but you're gonna have intense energy for the whole day I told him uh, what happens after you die. I gave him, um, I gave him the uh, Darwinian answer. Then I gave him the God answer as options. Then I gave him the God answer mixed with the Darwinian answer that God like created the Darwinian answer. And then I gave them the solution. They sit in circle every day where they have to sit quiet. And I told them in that process that their mom's teaching them is the answer to everything. If they can master that sitting thing. But I, Told them it's a crazy lifelong practice, but they could get the answer themselves from the source. If they're willing, willing to put in the time with uh, stillness and silence. <laughs> so those are the three. My wife's like, damn, you did good. I was like, thank you. <laughs> it's funny watching them do that too. Like, uh, obviously the more. You've seen yeah. them do that? Yeah. Yeah. A couple of yeah. times. And it's funny because, uh, Avi's like, the oldest one is like he sits there and he looks like how you would expect somebody to sit there and meditate. But I was watching Ari do it last time I was over. Yeah. And that poor kid was he he was like a it was like a capsule and there was something in there just trying to like bounce out of him. Like he's just like <laughs> like you could tell he's just like fighting it the whole time, you know, like his body's just like, we need to run, but his mind's like trying to stay centered. It's pretty cool. I saw him lick it. His brother put his hand in his face the other day and he licked his brother's hand. Ari licked Joseph's hand. And I saw him in the mirror. I go, dude, you just licked your brother's hand. He goes, I know it's disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, how is that a response? That's funny. Uh, you are dust and unto dust you shall return. Is that what, where's that from? It's like a Bob Dylan line or something. Oy. It's horrible. Uh, okay. Uh, 365. Uh, unbelievable when girls do math like it just keeps I, I, maybe homeschooling is not right maybe i don't know shit because i see stuff like this and i'm just like wow 
I do not understand. Like, I think I have girls figured out, but I don't, I don't have anything figured out. I'm just, just a pompous little man. I I just can't believe girls do math like this. So it so breaks my paradigm of the way women think. Not supposed to do math. Here we go. Be the person who tells you this, but no man will ever be inside of you as long as he was inside of his mother. He was there for nine months. Nine months is 6,570 hours. That's 394,200 minutes. Divide that by 10, being generous for the men. He has to be inside of you 39,420 times. Think about that next time he sucks on your titties. I hate to be the person. I don't know why she had to throw in that last part. That really just fucks me up. But she's basically saying that if you, if you, if you, if you, push the penis inside of a woman and you stay in there for 10 minutes every single day, you would need to do that 30 for 39,420 days in order to be inside of a woman as long as you were inside of your mom. Yeah. Yeah. See. Oh yeah. Thank you, Daniel. Good. That That's what I was trying to explain. That's why she divided it by 10. Cause she's saying that like the 10 is generous. Yeah. Good catch. Yash. She's saying like, if you, if you can keep your penis inside of one for 10 minutes at that, that she's being generous. Maybe that's a subtle dig. <laughs> that's a lot of soaking Gosh. oh jay Gosh. you are a good dude jay ruffner i will speak for every guy in here we'll give it a shot <laughs> you're a good dude you're a good dude oh my goodness oh my goodness okay ten, ah yeah 10 minutes per encounter yet yeah. i had to watch it twice to get that yeah Okay, well, that's it's just incredible that I mean, that is just uh, breaks my paradigm. Women just contextualizing and making things relative. I don't think most humans do that, but I just never give women credit for that. And that's the third I'm 0 for three on my women in math. I, I, I may have to just shift my whole <laughs> I might have a paradigm shift. I think I'm with Heidi on this one. What did she say? Yeah, thank you. That's yeah. That's why the titty thing. Like what? What really? Can I just put on my blinders on that one? Yeah, yeah. Weird comparison. It's all we're all one, Heidi. At the end of the day, it's a sad, it's a sad world. Are these just populating in your explore page? Uh, no. Um, I think it's sent to you or something. Almost everyone sends it to me. The only time I show stuff that's not sent to me is sometimes I accidentally will scroll up after someone sends something to me and I'll see something else good. But this is all curated by the, um, by the team here. That's awesome. Yeah. What's funny <laughs> is the people who send me the most, I never even see them in the comments. Good morning, soccer mom. Good morning. Yeah. But if you think about the amount of people that are engaged in the comments versus the amount of people that are watching the show, there's a lot more eyeballs watching than there are chatting. Right. Right. But, but these people are so important to the show now. Like oh, Ken no Walters question and, about it. Kenneth and Bailey. Yeah, it's crazy, right? And it's always cool when you see a new name pop up and then the whole chat just like embraces them like, oh, hi. Oh, um, I, the chat's kind of like you and Caleb, though, in the sense that like the thought of them not being there now terrifies me. <laughs> They're like my crutch. Grace and I do a live on Sundays for the uh-huh. nutrition challenge, like in the evenings. And we recap some of the stuff that's going on the challenge and then she'll talk about something in nutrition. So last time it was the difference between like uh, artificial like sweeteners and uh, 
alcohol sugars. And then before that, it was like, uh, what is a protein and stuff? But it's funny because I'm so used to having the chat and like the high numbers on the view that yeah. are on there. My, You're like, this sucks. 20 people? She's like, you need to bring your energy. And I'm like, there's no one in the chat. I don't know what to do. There's only <laughs> 20 people watching. <laughs> I've seen Sevon steadily engage the people in the chats more. And it's really nice. And I appreciate it. Alan Kessenbaum. <laughs> His multitasking skills are next level. Congratulations, Sevon, on being able to engage your guests, the phone line, Sousa, Caleb, and the chat. I really appreciate your skill and the cultivation of you as a podcast host. <laughs> Alan, Jesus Christ, why don't you just come over and blow me, dude, while you're at it? Good dude, Alan. Yeah, you are a good dude. It is hard to multitask because if you get if the chat gets going and you look over here for a little bit and you read a few and then try to catch up, like, what the fuck are they talking about? Then you come back to the conversation, you're like, uh-oh. Uh oh, I'm lost. What are we talking about? Devesh Maharaj. Mahara. Mahara. Devesh Mahara. Uh, the hammer. Uh, imagine going back to pre recorded episodes without the chat like early on. Mm. Uh, old school. Mm. We could premiere a few episodes. The ones we premiered had some people in the chat, which I thought was really cool. Say say that again. Sorry, I was tripping on this girl's last name. God, I love her last name. Dak. <laughs> so inappropriate. What, what say that again? What what um I don't know. I already forgot I was cracking up uh, at you. Ludak. <laughs> I I just see that and I think it's not a real last name. I think she's like a uh made up made up person. I'm there. Ludak. Oh, I say that if you go and read the chat and get caught up in that and then come back to the conversation, it's easy to get lost a little bit. Yeah. Like especially yeah. if you have a guest like how, how Aaron was last night and they're really sharp and they're on it and it's it's going back and forth quick. You come over here and you read a few of these and you figure out what's the context that they're talking about. And you come back and you're like, uh-oh. For Aaron, I try to use stuff to just um, slow him down. Like add some humor. Like he's like, well, well Winston Churchill uh, and Netanyahu, they both had similar leadership styles. I'm like, okay, uh, this guy says you look like a beaver. Just so you know, over here in the comments, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm good. like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. Uh, 364, Joe Biden. I think this is unfair. What I wrote here hates your kids. And so do all Democrats, <laughs> but, but this is just an emotional outburst. Like me, this just shows how immature I am, but, but how, I, how, 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 uh, expert, uh, doctor who claimed obesity is genetic and has nothing to do with optimal nutrition, exercise, or sleep has been named by Biden administration for the 2025 dietary guidelines advisory committee, Fatima Cody. This, will you scroll down a little bit? This lady wants to prescribe kids who are 12 years old, a diet drug. She wants your kid to take drugs. And if by the time they're 13, they're not uh, – the drugs haven't worked, she, she's uh, open to ha doing surgery on your kids. That was the one I highlighted in my 60-minute video. Yeah. She she advises exactly. yes. the pharmaceutical companies that are a sponsor on this broadcast. <laughs> you know, I, I've, I've been seeing um, – uh, this isn't going to go well. This is going to be like the homeschooling thing. This is going to really piss some of you off too. Mm. Damn it. I, I like wish it. I could just get to line with you guys. Look at this lady's face and her hair. Okay. There's this whole cohort of women who like, I bet you that takes an hour to get her like that. By herself or with the team? By herself. 
I, yeah. She cannot look like that without an hour's worth of work. Can Just stop. Everyone just stop. Someone sent me a thing yesterday of some lady. They're like, this lady's so on point. And all I see is that it took her two hours to get ready. And I just think, what a fucking miserable life. What a fucking, like my life is not like that. I mean, well, look at me. <laughs> I don't know that. if it's a wig or not, but it's just... It's, Every time I see a guy with a suit and who's clean shaven, I think, wow, that's the, that's 30 minutes at least. He's got to put the suit on. He's got to shave. He's got to then use the tissue to fix the cuts. He's got to make sure that the suit's picked up from the dry cleaner. He's got to make sure it's hung right. He's got to take the plastic off. He's got to walk that plastic to the trash can. He's got to throw away that cheap, dumbass fucking hanger that's got the cardboard thing in it. It's just a whole – your whole – it just uh, okay, Trish. As a black woman of uh, myself, of course, it's a wig. God, if you were a black woman, I swear to God, I'll try to suck myself off on the show. That would be, that would be amazing. Trish will forever be a, a mystery. I'm gonna say it's a black woman, just to just cause. Just cause you want it to be. Anyway, don't don't put your kid on diet pills. And um, here's the thing. I don't need to explain it. Don't put your kid on diet pills and don't let your, anyone cut into your kid because you overfeed your kid and don't walk them. Just treat your kid like your dog, feed it less and walk it one hey. to two hours a day. Walk your child. Oh, I can't Sevan. I don't have the resources. I <laughs> don't have the resources to walk with my kid. Oh, you asshole. I'm sorry. I kind of like that voice. It reminded me of somebody from like The Simpsons. Thank I forget you. the name of the character. You know what's crazy though? This this uh, woman is, without a doubt, probably very intelligent. Yes. And so, do you think she struggles with it morally, or do you think she just blocks no. it out? Super blue pill. Be completely, completely tarded. Like she's really convinced herself that this is the path, and that this is really gonna like help kids and parents and, and everything else. And it's not going to yes. be harmful and there's yes. no long-term bad result. Cause I just can't help. She's but so think- excited. She's more excited when her drug gets approval from FDA than having an orgasm. Her, her priorities are out of whack. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Intelligent and paid to play. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. I just, I, yeah. I have more hope cause like she's a doctor. So, you know, she's like, she understands certain things and how they work within the body and understands long-term versus short-term, you know, fixes and opt- at least you would hope optimal health and everything else, but still choose to go down this path. And at some point, you know, like maybe she picked up the wrong brownie at a party and it had like, you know, a hundred milligrams of THC. Yeah. And then she yeah. just gets deeply thinking about like her job. Versus well, she like needs new friends too. Fucks her up. People are so afraid to admit that their doctors don't know. Doctors give people so much security that they're not even willing to acknowledge, especially older people like my age, like 50 and above. Like doctors give people so much. Hey, you said it. Everybody has a price, right? You talked about that at the beginning of one of the shows. I want to play a quick game with you. You could could use the chat. You could use the chat to cheat. If you could have a regular guest on, who would it be? If I could have a regular guest on? Yeah, yeah. If, now, this show. you know I'm a strategist, and this yeah. might give some people insight to my thought. Now, I'm already cheating. I'm writing down names. That's fine. Is it just personally who would I want to talk to and like like selfishly? or is doesn't it, matter. Just who you would think be it would be good for the show. Do? I don't care. Don't make me fire you, though. 
<laughs> well, obviously me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't uh, know. Fuck. That's once, a hard uh, once, once, uh, once, like so if we had to pick, if we had to pick once a month guests, you better get, you better, you're, I'm going to give you 10. You're going to get 10. We're going to play a game. We're going to go back and forth for 10. We're going to get 10 guests. Okay. Then I'm just going to go completely like selfishly and I would just have PBD on. Okay. Patrick, Bed. so Patrick once Bed every two months, Patrick, Bed David. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say Garrett Glinton. Okay. Once every two months. Okay. Okay. Your turn. Uh, Zoe Harcom. Oh, good. Wow. I'm going to say, um, uh, the, uh, the Chris work, the, the, the vet on the other side is always the meat girl. I'm going to say Chris work, uh, once every two months to talk about the importance of eating fruits and vegetables. Okay. Um, I keep wanting to go outside of the CrossFit space, but yeah, Glassman, obviously. Wow. Okay. Great. A great one to, okay. I'm going to say rich Froning. Okay, so that was one in the CrossFit space each, right? Uh huh. <clears throat> I would have Alex Stein. Oh, good! Wow. Yeah, and 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 you know what's good about this too? Except for Greg Glassman, it's people we've already had on. You have to. Sorry, that I forgot about that rule. It has to be people we've already had on. Oh, I was just about to go outside of that. Okay, I'm glad you t- yeah. said that. Y- yeah, right. people we've had that on. Okay. Okay. Uh, Garrett Clinton, Rich Froning, Patrick Bed, David, Zoe Harcomb, Chris O'Work, uh, Greg Glassman, Alex Stein. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, uh, Aaron Ginn. Yeah, good one. Okay. And um, that might be proximity bias. I apologize. I, I like him, but um, what the fuck would Alex Gazan talk about every two months, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> Tell me. Dude. What the fuck are you doing, Alex Gazan? I like her. I like her. What do me and Hunter even talk about, Bailey? What? I can't remember one fucking thing I've ever talked about with Hunter. Yeah, Jesus would be great. We haven't had him on. I would. Fucking, he doesn't care. <laughs> I would, I'd give my fucking leg to have Jesus on and an arm, I, I, and I truly would. <laughs> Taylor Self would crack me up. Uh, James Townsend would be great. I, James Townsend would be great. I agree. That would be interesting to watch. Hit mine and his relationship evolve too. Okay, sorry. Uh, oh. Um, I okay. don't get me wrong. I love Hunter uh, too. I love Hunter too, and I love Alex Kazan. But every two months, like, what what would we talk about? Oh, Blade, yes. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Your turn. Don't choose him. Don't choose him. <laughs> I'll go with uh, – I was going to say Jorge Ventura, so I'll stick with, I'll stick with that. With okay, Blade. Jorge Ventura. I'm going to go yeah. with uh, um, uh, Blade. Blade. Yeah, yeah, Jorge Ventura. Yeah. You didn't pick him. Somebody. <laughs> okay, so we have Garrett Glinton, Rich Froning, Patrick Bed-David, Zoe Harcomb, Chris Work, uh, uh, Greg Glassman, Alex Stein, Aaron Ginn, Blade, and Jorge Ventura. Yeah, then if we added the one more into that mix, it would definitely be Dave Casho. Wow. Okay, I like that. I just think I think there's so much meat on the bone with him there that um, publicly and myself included, because I haven't spent much time privately with Dave, but I know that there's a lot of meat on the bone in terms of like what he offers and stories or life lessons or um, different things like that that he doesn't normally break into. I like this. I, w- I would I would do Danielle Brandon. I like her a lot. Um, oh, Ed Caron. Aaron Jin, right? Did I say Gin? Jin, you're right, Jin. What about um, uh, Andrew Hiller has left the chat? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew Hiller could come on every week. What do you, what do you, this is uh, once every two months. Listen, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. That's twelve people. Okay, so that's but, but no one year. funny. We don't year. have anyone funny yet, dude. All those shows are funny. With okay, you, Sevon, come on. Okay, thank you. Good You'll answer. Make the comedy happen. No more Daniel Brandon. Are you kidding me? How isn't it fun? 
It's like awkward fun. She's cool with being awkward. I'm cool with being awkward. I think it'd be wild if we get her on for that relationship show. But if she was like a hundred percent in and promoted it through her Instagram and was like, yeah. Hey guys, later this evening, I'm going to be doing this. Like whatever, here's the time. And then 10 minutes before we went on, it was like, I'll see you in 10 minutes. Hit me with your questions. Call in and like populated it through her, her Instagram. I think, <laughs> I think the calls would light up like crazy. Just what? Like almost half a million followers. Danielle. Yeah. That's a really good point. We need to take advantage of all that. Who wants to do that for us? Uh, pr- promote people before they come on and then promote them after they leave. So they oh, she was at 600,000. Yeah, she's exploding. You know, I saw a Medeiros is exploding too. Someone said Pat Sherwood. Here's the thing. Me and Pat do not have a uh, a relationship at all. Zero. If you want to see, I mean, we do. It's not It's not even one I'll probably ever talk about because it's, it's, um, it's, it, it, we're not even one of us isn't human one of like we're not the same animal like we, we can't mate like pat's a penguin and i'm a fucking ostrich like we can't fuck and so uh i don't know who's who but um but if you want to see me and pat interact he came on the seven podcast or the crossfit podcast two episodes in a row i had a really good time with him they're two i think they're two really cool episodes but other than that we will uh never interact ever ever again in this lifetime ever so there's that <laughs> right away on the show tomorrow we have <laughs> we're, we're uh i don't know if personalities is the right word but but I'll, but i'll give it to you oh i would so that's funny you bring up david lucas part of me thinks it would be cool just to try to have him on once every two months too and because i fucked that up i that was when I, sh- you know, there's these absolutist rules that I have. Always be nice to the guests. That one I should have just been like, you know what? I'm breaking the rules. Just break it. Oh, Travis is pretty funny. I'm breaking the rules. I really need to have James Townsend on for just a full episode. We've never had him just on in an interview, have you? He's no. always just contributed to the competition no, but I, and stuff. We have. But I do think about him more often than probably than I should, and I and I, it's stupid that I haven't done that. Okay. Oh yeah, Grundler would be dope. Grun- you know what the problem with Grundler is? It's just too easy. Fuck, I like I mean, you bitched out. Jesus, thanks, Bruce. Uh, Grundler is so easy. <laughs> oh, James Townsend in the chat. Yeah, yeah there he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's I didn't forget about you. I'm just being stupid. I think about you all the time. I need to fucking get off my ass and do that. A uh, dear Bill and Katie. Can- oh, dear Bill and Katie. <laughs> Can you please get me James Townsend on the uh, podcast? I know he was rude. I know, and I handled it all fucking wrong. I think it'd be hilarious if you. Oh, Dale Saran would be great too. My God, yes. Yeah, mm. go ahead, say that again. I was gonna say, I just would, would wonder, like, when he would receive the text, David Lucas, and it was like, "Hey, man, we'd love to have you back on the show again." Like, I wonder what he would think and be like, "Fucking really?" Or like, would he just ignore it, or would he just be like, "Okay, I'll come sit on the show again." Okay, let's funny. let's get him. Let's get him on. We'll do David Lucas and Jason Hop, uh, and Jason Hopper, James Townsend. When um, I come back from, uh, we'll send out those invites. <laughs> yeah, Chafee would be good. Hey, so I I love Josh. I love Josh um, because of all the stuff we get to talk about and fun. But I want to have those exact same conversations with James Townsend. Like me, like me and him need to dig into like raising kids and just all that shit. Like there's so much we could talk about. That's um, there's so much life shit. Uh, me and him could talk about. I think it would be it would be. I know it'd be good for me. 
Okay, uh, 363, enough of this stuff. But that was good, right? Right, Like maybe... Um, yeah, where were you going to go? Was there anything with that? Were you just kind of... No, I just, I've just i just been thinking about it. I know every once in a while you and I talk about having regular guests. And I thought, I wonder who... I wonder... Um, I someone I saw someone sent me a pic, uh, Brooke Ence's Instagram yesterday, and uh, they said she's turned into Michael Jackson, and I and I kind of saw it a little bit, unfortunately. I, Colton needs to be on. Colton's hard as fuck to interview. You have to understand that. Where I'm going to get, I do want to get Colton on soon, find out what's going on with them. But you have to understand that is hard. That is a hard interview. Like James Townsend, Bill Grunler, those will not be hard. Yeah, J.R. Howell makes uh, 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 J.R. Colton makes J.R. Howell look like the easiest interview ever. I mean, Colton is hard to interview. Fun <laughs> though, number? I enjoy it. It's awkward as a motherfucker. I enjoy it. What number were you looking for? Three sixty. three sixty three. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, fooling around too much. Uh, I don't. I don't think this was a, a real commercial, by the way. <clears throat> There we go. How much of it? I can show the whole thing. Fuck it. Okay. Yeah, you know, that's all. Arm and Hammer would be an interesting guess. I agree. That's just all ego that I don't have him, that I don't talk to him. That's all just like. I thought he just completely dropped off. Why? I know, but he's like my army brother. He did, but I I, I should. I've texted with him every, I don't know. I've texted with him maybe like not in a long time, but like every maybe six months I would send him a text or he'd send me a text we probably have texted like 10 times in our lives, but it was like once every six months. And that's just all ego on my part. I, I just, uh, there was a guard. There were some people that I just didn't like, but not for no, I didn't have any good reasons not to like him. It's not that I didn't like him. I just, I didn't want anything to do with that. That's the, those circle of people. Fun, I, uh, funny enough. Now I am those circle of people. Arm and hammer's like, well, I got to go raise a kid here. So on you, you take the mantle. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I had your shit job, Savon. Now you have it. Take it. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe one day. He's probably every everything I've ever watched of his. There's a part of me that's a very um. I feel very uh, familial with him, or there's something there's something endearing about him. Even I don't know. But I'm stuck not liking him, like in a really superficial way. <laughs> I've tried to get Derek Weida on. I've tried to. Okay, I should have never opened this window. Now I'm obsessed. I tried to get Derek on. I, 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 I can't. But I, I could try again. Oh, Jason CF Media. Yeah, that would be weird. He's a trip. I should meet him. He is He's a trip. People like David Goggins, I just feel like they're so saturated in this space. Zero interest in him and Jordan Peterson, even though I love both of them. Yeah. 
Zero I mean, interest in having. I just feel the like show. there's so much content with them that, like, not to say that we wouldn't get stuff or you wouldn't get stuff out of them that isn't out there already. I mean, you do it with Rich all the time, but <clears throat> still, it's just like it just seems. Really well, special. it's pretty. I, I'm I'm pretty proud of the fact that we get um, uh, Rich um, on and we get unique stuff. Wait, John Sevon, do you wear? Uh, I don't wear deodorant ever, 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 ever. Like, like. <sighs> I I own some deodorant. It has to something really weird has to happen. I don't know what it is. Occasionally, I'll see myself put it put it on. It has to be like I smell myself and I stink so bad, and I'm and I have to rush out and like I'm going to my kids' jujitsu class and I know I'm going to be smashed in there next to twenty parents on a rainy day in a small room. But I I can't even think of one example where I've had to do that. And I use Dove soap, and my wife made me stop ordering it from Amazon because she says it's poisonous, and I'm switching to some like hippie weird bar shit like uh has a weird name like boron soap or something <laughs> i don't know what it is but yeah i don't i don't wear deodorant boron soap uh but I, I i love bars of dove but i think i have like two left and i'll never get to use it again the state of new york just outlawed tide did you see that yeah you tell me about that it's crazy yeah, my wife's been telling me never we can't use to, my wife outlawed that shit in the house fucking two years ago. Wait, now is it one specific product that's from Tide that's outlawed? So whatever that orange like I just saw it's thing. an orange, it's an orange container of Tide. It looks like the one that fucking I used to get the pods for, like Tide Beyond or Tide Natural or and not only that, but they say that the ingredient that's toxic for you in there isn't even on the ingredients list because it's a byproduct of two other ingredients that mixed or some shit. Wow. Yeah, I would I would have uh um Eva Claire Sinkowski on. She's fucking brilliant. I'd totally have her on. I haven't heard that name in forever. Oh yeah, Buffalo Tallow soap, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna I love soap though. Soap is fun. Yes, New York has banned certain laundry detergents. It's like, yeah, my wife told me this years ago. Mm-hmm. I thought all laundry soap was made in one factory. That's probably true too. Procter and Gamble. <laughs> my sister, that's my sister. Anyone who has questions about like that, she has the whitest fucking teeth and smells good and has perfect hair. Like if you want to know like what to brush her and she's like, a, she lives on a fucking ranch, like in the middle of nowhere. Ask her all that stuff. How to, how do you have white teeth and not use toothpaste? Like she makes all that shit herself. I think. Uh, what the fuck is going on? Okay, 362. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, my sister can tell you like the starter kit if you want to start like using shit that's not poisonous on your body that works. Starter kit. Yeah, she's like the pretty version of me. Uh. This, 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 I don't know why Alanis Morissette, she's the one that sings Isn't That Ironic? Yeah. Alanis admits in music industry is run by elite pedophiles. They're all child rapists. Isn't it ironic? <laughs> and then David, uh, David Harris Jr. How does this guy get to keep his blue check mark in his account? And I'm fucking toast. Yeah, that is crazy, right? He posts this guy some crazy. Is crazy. Stuff. This guy's off his. This guy's off the. Uh, let uh, let me read what this. Um, uh, let this be a tipping point where other celebs get the courage to speak up. This evil must be exposed and every predator held accountable. Judgment day is coming. Hmm. 
This isn't news. All right. I just, I, I don't, I, I can't believe it. I just, I, I don't understand how I'm supposed to believe that, that. I guess, I guess that one Hollywood director I told you guys about, um, the, the one who told me like, uh, to jerk off in socks. And then, you know, six months later he's busted for raping the, the kid. I mean, I guess I'm trying to think if I've met any other, Uh, oh, here uh, she raises her kids a lot like you, Savannah. I've been following her for years. She's a little weird about COVID, but does some good stuff with her kids. Oh, uh, Miss Morissette. All right. I just have so much. Pre- hey, w- what about Kane Velasquez? That that dude. Uh, that dude who diddled his daughter, or he he worked at his mom's. His mom owns a daycare. And the dude who diddled his daughter worked at the daycare mm. and he, sh- and he tried to shoot that dude mm-hmm. and missed and accidentally shot his dad. And Aaron Ginn was talking yesterday about common sense. Yeah. I, I, it, it, there's a, a piece of common sense, right? That someone diddled your um, kid and, and you try to shoot them. I mean, it sounds <laughs> Sounds like sounds like common sense. It seems like the logical path, yes. And and so then and like and then as a parent, I'm happy that he capped that dude because now that's one less dude to get my kids. Well, he didn't succeed, right? He shot his dad. Right, right. So probably some firearm lessons first. I guess that's the problem. Yeah, and he could and and he shot him while he was in a moving car from another moving car, and he could have like he could have. What if he would have hit my kid? Well, that's the whole. (laughs) That's why you can't just have the vigilante. Like you tried to kill the pedophile and you shot my kid. Right. Yeah. Uh, James Townsend and I will be doing a show where we talk about what type of training our kids are doing now. Sounds like (laughs) I got it written down. Hit him up. Uh, okay, 361. Brace yourself. Get a box of Kleenex. This is uh, stop, start with the top one and then we'll play the bottom one. This is, uh, I don't know why. I just like this stuff, but probably some, someone will cry. Maybe I'll cry. Someone will cry. Okay, here we go. A Muslim father, uh, a mu- this is a Muslim father forgives his son's killer. Okay, here we go. Sad for you that uh, you have to be in this situation. I wish I could help you, as I help my son to be a good citizen. If Salahuddin were to be here, if he alive, he will forgive you. That's the way he was. That's the way he is. I'm not angry at you for being part of hurting my son. I'm angry at the devil. I blame the devil, the devil who misguiding you and misleading you to do such a horrible crime. I forgive you on behalf of Salahuddin and his mother. I'm sorry about what happened that day, but I do applaud you because it takes a powerful man to know that somebody has hurt them and do what you, get up there and say what you just said. I have a child. She was four. I can imagine the hurt 
the pain. It was yours. Just has anger. So crazy. Hmm. Fucking crazy. Hmm. Take some mental toughness for that one. Is that what healing looks like? I mean, it's the start. Dude. Oh, my God. He said if my son was here, he'd forgive you. That's nuts. Okay, let's go to the next one. This next one's pretty crazy, too. I don't know if this guy's like a famous uh, rapper or what or what he does. I tried perused his Instagram for a second to try to figure out who he is, but uh, I couldn't figure it out. But he's got three million followers. Um, yeah, they hugged. Isn't that crazy? They hugged. I know. I was just like, holy shit. Hey, the the fact that that the fact that that dude in the orange jumpsuit said all that stuff is crazy too. Like mm-hmm. he could have, and that his daughter was there. Oh my god, what a fucking like. I wish, lot, my God. I wish we had more context on what actually uh, happened, too. Oh. Uh, Quran, ver- look at Quran verse 42. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth the Lab propaganda. Oh, my God. You guys are killing me. No. no Why just- was that filmed? <laughs> okay, watch this. This, this, is pretty, this is crazy, too. Here we go. 20, 30 niggas, my homies is dead. I'm here though. And I'm gonna say some shit that, like, this is documented. You know, I got a TED talk. I forgave my brother's killer. And I'm saying it to say this nigga that killed my brother. My, my brother died in my grandma's arms. That fucking house that we grew up in. He shot my brother. He ran to the fucking, he ran to the house. He died in Nanny Hogg when she opened the door. So I'm telling you this some real shit, man. If I ain't let that shit go, I won't be right here today. I won't be here for my niece and my nephews. Me and Gil won't be doing this. Y'all won't know me. I won't be able to get y'all this game. But I had to leave. I had to let that shit go. When I let that shit go, nigga, I started to grow. And I started to glow. And now I'm here today. And it was harder than a motherfucker, man. I can name 20, 30 niggas in my home. When I let that go, I started to grow and I started to glow. Damn. I didn't think I was going to cry like this. Forgiveness is crazy. I don't even know if forgiveness is the right word. I always feel like that word doesn't do it justice. Hmm. Anyway, uh, we all got to do it, man. It's the, uh, it's the, uh, yeah, we all got to do it. We all have to do it. It's the only way for our own personal happiness. Do it for selfish reasons. That's that's got to be that's because that's a date. That's not something you decide, and then you're like, okay, I've decided this. Now we move on. Like that's going to be a daily battle. It's the first thing you think about when you wake up. It's the last thing you think about when you go to bed. You know, like you don't decide. You mean like you mean like which which part? The the loss of the um. All of Who it, the, the fuck is swallowing it. so loud? I'm not swallowing at all. That's the second time you said that. I don't swallow. Do you hear it? Do you? Is it? I got fucking super conscious about it. I don't swallow. I haven't heard anyone swallow. You're having flashbacks of last night, Heidi. <sighs> Who's swallowing? 
uh, uh, which which part is the the um, whole thing? Like the whole thing. First, just to be able to like get yourself in a position to allow that to be a to be a thing, right? To allow it. Sorry, now I'm stuck on the whole swallowing thing. There's no swallowing sound. Yeah, there's two people that. I'm guessing you. It has to be me. It's not you. All the times I, I, um, uh, look at fucking John just fucked me up. That's someone's mom you're talking to. You're right. All right. Fine. Fuck. I take that back, Heidi. You're not having flashbacks of sucking cock and swallowing semen from last night. I apologize for (laughs) making that insinuation. Thank you, uh, Philip, for unfucking me, holding me accountable. Um, and a great contributor to the show, Heidi Krum. Get your book on Amazon now. Rewind, Rewind it 30 seconds. seconds. <laughs> the fuck? How about just, just turn your sound down a little bit? <laughs> what, do you got? what do you got? Hey, if you hear it again, tell me. I'll pull up YouTube and pause the show. Write the time code down. I'm celibate for the glory of God. Yeah, we know what Catholic girls do when they're celibate. <laughs> Thank you. Show. But just the whole thing, like... <sighs> Forgiveness. Back to forgiveness. Yeah. And back to yeah. For, back to forgiveness. I'm gonna sit this far back from my thing because the chat has now made me self conscious. Which dude, if I hear like you I'm swallow, I'm gonna ejaculate well, you, on myself. You, no one, no one. <laughs> you, she's imagining shit. There's no. Turn your volume down slightly. But you have to re. You have to like take yourself down the path of forgiveness every single day for probably a really long time. Like you don't just make that decision oh, and then wake like up and you're lost like, your okay loved one, like it. someone killed Fuck your mom yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. That shit's crazy. Hey, so, so let's say, let's say Kane would have killed that dude. I guess you could forgive yourself too. Well, I mean, that's ultimately what you're doing because the forgiveness is ultimately for you, not for them. It doesn't change anything in their life. Right. It only right. changes you because if you're not forgiving, well, that's them, the point, right? To get free. You, Cause it's like, it's like if right. you're an anaconda and you swallowed a cow and you're holding on to it. Like you got to get free from whatever it's, it's a crazy story. You've told yourself in your brain. I hate this guy because he killed my kid and like, fuck what a story. Right. To hold yeah. on to for the rest of your existence. I heard this thing that was, that was like uh, for the first responders that are saying <laughs> every time they go to a call, they like pick up a rock. It was an analogy. They pick up a, a rock and like put it in their backpack. And the worst the call is like you go from like a medical and like some crackhead got hit, like hit in a fender bender by a car and their legs messed up. And you're like, okay, basically a pebble. You're not even really picking anything up. Then you roll to the car where the alcoholic mother just backed over their two year old kid. Yeah. Kill them. It's a heavier rock you're going to, you're going to put inside that bag. And so over the years you collect, yeah, I'd these- probably kill myself if I did that. Yeah. So over the years, or no, no, or you have to do some service. I force myself to do some service. Like I would just pick up dog shit at the park for the rest of my life. If I accidentally killed my kid, I would, I would do some, what, what's that guy? The guy who pushes the rock up the hill. Yeah. I forget the name of the- yeah, something. I would fucking hate. Oh my God. So anyhow, each time they pick up a rock and they load it up at some point, in some sort of outlet, they need to set the backpack down and unload a few of the rocks. Otherwise it just gets too heavy to bear. And eventually they break underneath that pressure. Is that when you find Jesus? You think when you set down the bag or when you break under the pressure, you break under the pressure. What was that line? Like if we all have a crack in us, if you don't let the light in, the crack will kill you. Or what's that line? There's a great line. 
I just, it's crazy that there's so many uh, wise lines and I'm 50 and I'm still hearing some of them. Just give it a few minutes. Tris will put it in the comments. Google searches it. (laughs) It is a great, uh, John Young is always eating. Yeah. I know. I'm over here taking sips of coffee, doing everything I've normally done for the last 800 episodes. And now I get hammered. I, 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 um, I could ask people not to eat on the show, but I kind of like it. It's like watching them like, uh, it's like them holding up a sign, hate me. <laughs> I just like this. I do not Google search. Uh, that has offended me more than anything you've ever said. Well, what is that line? What's that line? Um, there's a there's a there's a great line. Uh, Google search it, Trish. There was something in here that James Townsend said too about uh, the the amount of weight from unforgiveness is unbearable. Yeah. Okay. Enough of this. Uh, uh, three sixty. Now this doesn't get any lighter. I don't think. I uh, oh so so what you're about to see is a lady trying to justify abortion because um some babies might be retarded, and the thing is with this is this is um what percentage of people are born retarded anyway? I I, I work with disabled uh, adults for five years, very, very closely, 24 hours a day, seven days a week for five years. I can't ever remember having a day off. I made a movie about it. It's called our house. It is an intense, it is beyond intense. It is, it is something that's um, you're dealing with people who they know they're, they're that they have a, a mental capacity that's different than the rest of humanity and they hate it. It sucks for them. The biggest reason it sucks for them is they want intimate relationships and they can't have them. That was what I learned there working there five years. They want intimate relationships with people who aren't uh, retarded and they can't have them in the way that like you and I can have them, you know, like me and my wife can sit around and kiss and hold and have a deep and, and it's in because I shouldn't say they can't have them. They don't have them because no one healthy is looking to have a, uh, that kind of relationship with a girl with down syndrome. Right. It's just, it's, it's so, so the opportunity for them to have that isn't there. What was the name of the um, girl that was featured in, in our house? Do you remember her name? <sighs> there, uh, uh, Laura, yeah, Laura. She yeah. had this. There was a scene in this that I like. The rest of it, you're kind of like watching, like observing, and you, you do a great job with that with that video where there's like this. It's a real heavy one, but there's this undertone of kind of like comic relief that keeps happening through it. Yeah, yeah. But there was um <clears throat> that that lightens it up to allow you to digest the the content. But she had there was a scene where she like freaks out and she's like, "You don't understand. I just don't want to be like this. I don't want to be the person that I am in my head. I just want to be normal." And she like freaks yeah. out. And <clears throat> I heard her do that, and I was like, "Damn!" Like that. Like she has enough like consciousness of what's going on with her situation and the environment around her to know that like she she can't just go through the motions of, of, you know, normalcy and she's kind of living with this condition, but she's like aware of it enough to know that she has the condition and that yeah. fucking struggle. And then they're like, well, are you on Yeah, the meds? struggle's and real. She's like, I don't want to take my fucking meds. And it's just like, damn, like I felt, she felt, it seemed to me like she felt trapped in her situation and there was like a little light that she could almost see her way out. But for whatever reason, she just can't quite make it through the door. And that, 
I was like, that's, I felt really bad. Uh, um, I once lived in a retirement community. Almost half of the children were retarded with Down syndrome. It was because they were accidental babies by the retirees. Yeah, I think old people have tarded babies is is not uncommon. Uh, then, but I'm not sure what the numbers are on that. So don't. Uh, then they accidentally have a retarded child uh, at the end of their lives. They know they will die soon, and the retarded child will be alone around the age of 20. Yeah, that part sucks. Damn. Um, Ryan Stokes, I'm adopted, just found out some of my history uh, recently, and I'm glad my 20-year-old birth mother on welfare didn't abort me. Do you guys hear that? Shit. No one wants to be fucking aborted. God, I wish I knew now what I knew when I was 20. It, it, there, people act too like sometimes like, it's a trade-off, right? So if you have a if you're pregnant when you're really young and you choose to go down the abortion route, you're going to live with the consequences of that choice. If you also have a child when you're really young and then put it up with adoption, you're also still going to live with the consequences of that choice. I'm not painting either as bad or good. I'm just saying that there's some sort of reaction for everything that that happens. And sometimes when we get into these debates, we lose the sense of context that we think like, oh, well, if you just do this, it'll be fine. This is what I agree with and everything will be good. Or if you just do option B, you'll be fine and everything will be agree with. And I think we just have to realize too that a lot of these discussions, everything is just going to be a trade-off for which consequences you're okay accepting. It would be great. I want to make some movie that's like, I want to see some sort of series or that shows like a 20-year-old man who has a baby like like a wife, his wife has a baby and she's a crackhead and runs away or something. So he's stuck with this baby and it's like a 20 year series and it shows a 20 year old boy raise a kid from when he's 20 to 40. And like there's a way to do that. That would be so fucking fun. It would be hard, but there's a way to do that where you're just a 20 year old dude with a fucking 21 year old dude with a one year old child. And, and, and you, just fucking go to just you you blaze your own path with that child even if it means living in a van you blaze there's so much opportunity now that there wasn't fucking 20 30 years ago start a fucking youtube channel showing you how you raise your one-year-old how about that dude Corey? Uh, we had on the show Corey ushawa or something He's a fucking YouTuber who's raising his fucking daughter, and he ta- all he talks about is like pedophilia and shit. And I think he's making men's ends meet. Do you remember that guy? No, I don't. That's surprising. I usually remember it. Corey, Corey with a K. Oh, um, yeah, we had him on early on, right? Yeah, that's a young dude raising his daughter, maybe two daughters or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's wasn't a great, he wasn't a great guest, but 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 I but I'm still impressed by him. I think he was his first like interview podcast because didn't his Instagram and stuff like recently catch a lot of attention and blow up? Again? No, no, no. Right before we had him on, like you were following oh, him for a little yeah, bit, yeah, and yeah. something of his popped, and he went from like you know ten thousand to a hundred thousand or something like that. His, his shit's kind of dark. He's he like really focuses on like Balenciaga shit. Yeah. Well, that's another consequence of the action. So if you're really young and then you end up having the kid a lot of times people will step up into that role and will make them into the person that they are. I mean, it happened from one of my close friends, Nick, you met him at beer 30. Yeah. And, and he was literally, <laughs> we always make the joke that he came out of the closet once he had a kid, but he was literally living in my friend's closet in LA, just like partying. Oh, there was a right. mattress right. in there. Yeah, he was yeah, living yeah. in it. And uh, he started seeing this girl and got her pregnant. 
And uh, I still remember the day he called me like freaking out and he's like, yeah, and she's all religious and shit. So she's keeping it because, you know, at early 20s, that's how, you yeah. know, you're not thinking yeah. about it yeah. at all. You're like, wait, you didn't take the easy way out. Fuck, this could be over tomorrow. Can't you if just I would have had a kid at 20, I would have totally had the girl get an abortion or asked her to 100 percent, 100 fucking percent. And um, that really the daughter was the best thing that happened to him. He got his shit together, went to school. And now he's uh, he's an editor and does a bunch of like film production stuff. He works for Tubi now, has a great job. His daughter is in middle school. They have like he couldn't imagine life without her. Right. And it brought him to the point to where he is now. And they actually just had a uh, second a second child together and they're married. Oh, congratulations. Been together for like and they're still having sex because they had a 15 baby years. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> the story you wanted already exists. Jeffrey Dahmer. I, I, okay uh 360 uh, so, so so it's a bit i don't even know if we need to hear this we kind of oh yeah okay fine let's hear this fine let's we did this. open the phone lines there <laughs> with a lot of special needs kids i have a brother who's 57 and has the mental and motor skills of a one-year-old and i know what that means financially emotionally, physically, for a family. And I know not all families can do it. And I have a step-granddaughter who was born with Down syndrome. And you know what? It is very difficult in Florida to get services. We're just going to go with that? We're just going to pretend like she didn't just use her brother and other family members to justify abortion? We're just going to smile and nod and call it a choice to end the lives of children in the womb with disabilities instead of calling it lethal ableism like it actually is. As compassionate as that may have sounded, Anna Navarro was saying that her mother and other family members should have been able to legally kill her brother and step-granddaughter and grandson because they have disabilities. You cannot advocate for our world to be more welcoming and accommodating for people with disabilities while also advocating for the legal ability to be able to target them to death in the womb strictly because of their disability. I have a family. Okay. Uh, 359, saving a uh, business. Oh, you're going to love this 358's amazing. God, I don't know if 358's going to translate to uh, this podcast, but man, it's so good. 350, so 359. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You guys ready for this? You're going to love this. This is a uh, J- James Hobart uh, being featured in the uh, a post on Morning Chalk Up's Instagram. Uh, the idiocy, and I say this with peace and love, just continues over at the Morning Chalk Up. Tune in for James Hobart's appearance on Coffee Break Conversations with host Presley Hirsch as they discuss CrossFit affiliates programming changes in CrossFit over time how to be a better coach, and how to approach programming for an entire gym. Coffee Break Conversations are weekly half-hour interviews. Is that new, by the way? I think so. I've never seen it before. Coffee Break Conversations are weekly half-hour interviews with industry experts available for Morning Chalk Up uh, if you're an RX member. So so, so if you're not an RX member of the Morning Chalk Up, sign up today for a dollar, and you can cancel at any time. You fucking goofballs building a paywall and sticking James Hobart behind it is not going to save you. Is our idea. Damn it. No, <laughs> whosever idea this was, uh, needs to be. Whoa, 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 whoa. Week seven week. What? Oh, Clay. Clay's back in action. Uh, we love Hobart. Oh, we do love Hobart. But it's time to have him on and ask him uh, why he's being put behind a paywall to save uh, the morning chocolate. It's not going to work. What are you guys doing putting Hobart behind a paywall for? It's only a dollar. It's only a dollar. Yeah, then just have people subscribe to the show. Make the whole, just have people subscribe to it. 
then then just ask for a dollar. Be like, hey guys, we, we if you're reading our shit, give us a dollar. You're that that's not going to work. It's another failed mating strategy by the morning chalk up. Uh, Tyson Fury was a premium, not expected to live, was going to be underdeveloped. He's 6'9", 270 pounds, and the heavyweight champion. Ryan, there is no way he's 270. He's 370, that fucking bag of jelly. But I love him. No money, no show, Bart. No money, no show, Bart. <laughs> uh, okay, um, and I do want the morning chalk up to succeed. I just think putting Hobart behind a paywall is just completely silly. Uh so I'm going to say it's a swing and a miss. Okay, a 358. This is truly incredible. I, if you don't have a 60-inch TV, I don't know how you're going to enjoy this, but um, this is just bizarre. These are these are millipedes, baby millipedes, and this is how they're traveling. See that? And, and and the scientists spec are speculating they st- they they're traveling like that for safety, but they're just like all staying on top of each other, and just moving forward it, it is a, is a heap of millipedes. Isn't that incredible? If I saw that on the side of the road, I think I died and went to heaven. <laughs> yeah, you're really into insects, though. So. I I would be so. I mean, I've seen some incredible insect shit live, but that is, I have not seen that. I've I've come across a um a ladybug like breeding ground once, which was absolutely not, actually uh, two or three times in my life I've come across lady ladybug breeding. No, that's not gross. Those are millipedes. They're not they're not like slimy worms. Those are millipedes. They're so neat. They're so intricate. They have so many little cute little legs. Yeah, Bird would love that, right? That's that's what I kept thinking too. I just kept thinking like something would. Yeah, it is like Antifa. <laughs> that's funny. I was gonna make. Oh, joke. Heidi, I would shoot that. My goodness. Oh my goodness. They would just move around the bullet. They would like scurry out, then come back together. Maybe that's the swallowing sound you heard. It's those things just climbing over each other. Uh, yeah, Ken Walters, God's work. I know it. It is. I, I guess you're right. It's just. It's just brilliant. Just how they're moving like that. So they appear like a larger animal. Yeah. Uh, that's how. That's how woke society moving across social media. I don't know if I'd eat a millipede. I would eat a millipede before I licked a butthole. I'd eat a handful of those fuckers <laughs> before I'd look at a butthole. That's the. That's the ultimate comparison. Yes. So those were juvenile uh, millipedes just uh, moving across. Okay. Uh, three, uh, 357. Uh, you won. That's correct. You won. That's uh, – I can't tell a, if this – Sorry. I can't tell. It's okay. You, this one, it's, it's a little slow. If we missed the beginning, it's okay. I can't tell if this what if this guy's being serious or not or or what, but I, I thought it was quite apropos. Are we going all twenty two? Uh, uh, no, we'll, may, no, maybe we'll go one minute. Okay, you let me know. I'm gonna play okay. now. Okay, but completely. Having uh, having said as clearly as possible that the anti-vax people seem to be the winners, I want you to hear that clearly. The anti-vax people appear to be the winners. 
the anti-vaxxers clearly are the winners at this point, and I think it'll probably stay that way. And and I don't want to put any shade on that whatsoever. They came out the best. They they have the winning position. The unvaccinated have a current advantage because they they feel better. The the thing they're not worrying about is what I have to worry about, which is I wonder if that vaccination five years from now. Because really, the anti-vaxxers, I think, were really just distrustful of big companies and big government. That's never wrong. It's never wrong to distrust government. It's never wrong to distrust big companies. Right? So if you just took the position, let's just distrust everything the government did, well, you won. You won. <laughs> you won completely. I did not end up in the right place. Agree? You would all so, agree with that, right? So, yeah. So what he's basically saying is is that um, all I have to worry about now is like the normal shit I ever had to worry about. Like, am I going to get sick? Which I don't didn't worry about, but let's say I did. Am I going to get sick? Do I have to worry about getting COVID? How much vitamin C should I take? Should I not eat this ice cream? It's going to hurt my immune system, and I'm going to like not be able to fight off the winter's cold. But But the people who did take the injection, I don't know if it's true. Because I, I, I don't know how many of them are, have been red pilled, but if you did take the injection and you are red pilled, then I, I feel bad for you because that that is going to be a thought that's going to be running through your brain maybe till for a long time. It affects maybe, us that aren't vaccinated too. I mean, because of worrying about our loved ones. That's right. Yeah, and so it's like, like yeah, we in, in that I don't know if it's we won, but it's like you don't want to win that war. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, it, the truth is, too, is I, is I hope I'm wrong. I hope that the vaccine is like is, is, is it actually is great. And, and it and it I, I really do hope that from the bottom of my heart uh, to strike me down dead if I'm lying, because I'm a, if, if if I'm wrong, it's OK. We, everyone wins. And that's dope. If I'm if I'm right, then that's bad. Then then. Then I guess to put it more like how Sousa said in the more realistic sense is we all lose. Um, so, uh, yeah. And I think it was positioned as like a war or right or wrong by the individuals who were forcing it upon everybody else. Because I was never in the camp of telling anybody what they should do. I was just in the camp of let me do what I'm going to do and don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. So I never wanted there to be a this or that or right or wrong or we won or we lost in the first place. That was thrusted upon us by the corporate media and all the talking heads demonizing individuals that wanted autonomy over that particular issue when it comes to their body and not over other issues when it comes to their bodies. Right. Whole thing I just saw just I just saw uh, Kamala Harris talking about liberty and I wanted to fucking oh, run my God. head into a brick wall. She's fucking insane. Uh, it's not all black and white. Um, I got vaxxed and boosted, and I've had some weird effects from it. Blood clots. Oh, fuck. That would scare the shit out of me. A trouble breathing and lower uh, lower lactate threshold. What's that mean, lactate threshold? What's that? Like, I'm assuming it means, like, fatigue happening in workouts, like, quicker and stuff. And the inability to flush it and recover it. I don't know. We'll have to ask him to uh, clarify. But... I've also experienced a lot of uh, members and, and people that had the same thing. Yeah. The ability to push past okay. fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. Susan throwing words, Mason Mitchell. Is that a good thing uh, or a bad thing? 
Just as long as none of them hit me. Uh, okay. Um, uh, oh, it, it happens at four to five minutes as opposed to 10 to 12 minutes. Damn. Yeah. And that's, that's typical. Like that's, I've, I've heard that from a bunch of people in the gym and witnessed it. People that normally would be fine. They run a 400 meter as a warm up, and they come back and their heart rates through the roof and like they're, they can't catch their breath. And these are normally people that would crush the Metcons. So it took a little bit to move past that. Hopefully everything's all right for you now. Um, a lot of the people that were experiencing that, we're definitely like better now in the sense of that they don't experience it as much, but I agree. Uh, Judy Reed, I agree. It's not about winning or losing, but the sinful part of me wants to say, told you so. Yeah. Um, uh, Sousa smart as fuck. Jay Hartle. That's from I, an Armenian guy. That must mean it's true. That's nice. I get super nervous when people say that about me though. When are we going to get an affiliate series with Sousa? Oh, that's a good question. He's kind of like the, you have to watch all 700 shows and you can piece one together. <laughs> you know what i mean like eight seconds here 20 seconds here it's funny because i've talked about this with grace i've uh held back like quite a few major nuggets of like stories that like i've leaked to you in in <sighs> conversations and stuff but it's funny like i i try to like hold a bunch of like stories back just so we could slowly leak them in live call-ins and like stuff over time so that way you really can piece it piece it together if you want to uh, my gym would not allow us in unless we were vaccinated and boosted. I, uh, Rafael de Russo. Yeah. You know, time to find a new gym. Hey, I know that. So God, it, at that point, it's not even a CrossFit gym. It, there are some things that are, that make us a CrossFit gym. And, and, and not allowing someone in there because they won't take a forced drug is completely missing the point of what a CrossFit <laughs> like gym is. Completely, you've, you've compl- you're, you're not even you're you're not you're not following the charter. Stop paying your affiliate fees and move on. You're not following the charter. You're not you're not taking advantage of the brand value. The brand value is we have the cure for the world's most vexing problem. We're badasses. We eat right and move right, and we can fight off anything. Oh, this is an interesting bit. Uh, sickle cell anemia didn't help. Yeah, it, it, yeah, that that injection only gets more complicated with uh, the more shit you got going on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, three fifty six. I, 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 man, I got. You know, I did heavy deads yesterday. I told oh, one of my too. friends. Oh, I told one of our friends. I did heavy deads, and I should have never said it because you know what their first question to me was. How heavy is heavy? Yeah, yeah. I knew Why? <laughs> Why? 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 Why can't you just be like, oh, cool, Sevy, getting strong? Why? You asshole. 356. But I got some like weird, like not an injury or not, um, like, you know, like, I don't know if it's Fajr, but you know, when you get like something like that's just kind of like stuck, it has mm-hmm. to like work itself out. Mm-hmm. It's in your oh. upper back, you feel it? Yeah, upper back, just like in between like a shoulder blade and a collarbone or a, a trap or a ladder. It's just like this. Sometimes I'll get this just from sleeping weird. Mm-hmm. But it works itself out. It needs to be like pushed on like with a thumb or something. Uh, New York has banned certain laundry detergents. Will allow other states to, uh, will other states follow? Okay, we don't have to play that. But but don't play it. Okay. Yeah, but but oh, does it play? Yeah, maybe yeah, it play was it. a video. Okay, yeah, look at the look at the laundry detergents. Okay, this will answer your question. Which laundry detergents? 
Breaking news, New York has just banned several popular laundry detergents, one you might even have in your home because it contains trace amounts of known cancer-causing contaminant 1,4-dioxane. Here's the list. Tide Original, Arm & Hammer Sensitive Skin, of course. Uh, gain aroma boost arm and hammer clean burst you won't see one four dioxane listed on the ingredient label since it is a byproduct but here are the ingredients you need to look out for make sure you're checking for these ingredients and things like soap, how about that body the wash the baby ingredient products, that's bad shampoo, for you personal care products cosmetics and deodorant and remember the concept of bioaccumulation it's not just your laundry detergent that contains this if you're using all these other products that contain trace amounts of 1,4-dioxane it really becomes a problem no i don't i don't know i don't know how i feel about taking your shirts off in the gym like i I think i'm agnostic on it like i don't care do what you want i haven't done it in years i used to do it when i was like younger and was like competitor, but we don't even, a lot of the times I either work out with a class or I work out in between, in the middle of the day when there's not a class there, me and the other coaches will get together and work out. And I still don't even really do it then anymore. Don't know why just stopped. I don't know if I'd be a good affiliate owner. I would, I, I like uncomfortable situations and shit. So what do you mean? Like hey, taking the shirts? It's not. I don't. Here's, it, out my here's the thing. Would if if someone was wearing clothes and like they were too tight and you could see the outline of their cock and balls, would you say something to them? Say they couldn't work out in their gym. Like if, um, like if they're wearing sweats and the whole time they're working out, you can see their helmet. I mean, there's always someone like. Is that. it like, just you, a one off or is it every? No, single it's like time every. Come in? Like there's that kid in PE class. Like you get like in swimmers. There's sports you see on TV. There's just stuff you see where you just always. I mean, anytime a camera pan to Rich Froning. Um, at the CrossFit Games, he was adjusting his nuts. That's different than obviously, um, just seeing the helmet. I don't ever remember seeing Rich's helmet, but there's, there's just, there's just those dudes you just always see their helmet, like they, they just because of the clothes they wear. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and it's like, uh, I, I, I don't say anything to them. What? Why? I just can't see saying something. I mean, here's the deal. You, as the affiliate owner, you are the like protector of your culture and your community. So you have to decide as the owner, like what you're going to deem acceptable or not and set the standard. And then you have to just uphold the standard regardless of what ends up happening. Because if you don't have any standard or anything you go by, then people are going to notice that culture kind of get ran over a little bit. That my friend Allison, who's in the chat, she lives by me. And whenever, like, I whenever I go out with her and she's breastfeeding, and whenever I go out with her, go somewhere with her, or I'm at jujitsu with her, or I'm at the beach, or wherever I've to dinner, and she has fucking eight inches of cleavage showing and side boob and maybe some nipple just because the kids are all over her tits. Uh, it's I thoroughly enjoy how it makes everyone feel uncomfortable around me. I just fucking throw my feet up and just like (laughs) I fucking just love it. When uh, I was in it, Madison, for it's the games, crazy. Her boobs are crazy. When I was Go in ahead. Madison for the games, we were walking downtown, and some chick was just there topless. And oh, like, really? Yeah, and like some old couple. And this was just in passing because I like saw him as we were like passing it or whatever. And some old couple was like, "You, you can't be out here doing that. That's illegal." And she was like, like knew the law and was like, "Well, no, it's not." You know, blah blah blah, and kind of. She's like, "Well, I don't like it." She's like, "Well, I'm sorry you feel that way." Kind of like moved on. That is that misogyny. If you don't want topless women, is that misogyny? It was women? a woman that was saying it to the woman. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of women out there. I think there's a lot of people out there who hate the the female form. 
that's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, um... <laughs> yeah we were, there's a bunch of us walking downtown to eat that day. We saw that it was just kind of like, uh, and I thought it was funny because grew up in the Bay Area in San Francisco. Like you just see, at least she was like a young, like decently attractive girl without a shirt on. You don't see the old man with his balls hanging out. That's what you get in SF. <laughs> yeah, you do get that all over San Francisco. That's true. Uh, women should not take their shirts off. It's overt sexualization and a way to pass soft core porn onto teen. Yeah, well, tell that to Meta, bro. Oh, man. Okay, uh, 355, I was kicked off of uh, IG. Oh. <clears throat> I should go. I, so I'm driving to Tahoe uh, today. Oh, this is, this is, this is nuts. This is nuts. I, I don't know why I never saw this before. There's probably so much of this out here. This is Mark Zuckerberg telling people not to take the vaccine on his own fucking platform in 2021. This is what I was kicked off. I don't even know if I told people. I don't remember what I said, but I was kicked off of Instagram for saying less than this. That's for sure. Okay, action. The long-term side effects of, of basically modifying people's um, DNA and RNA. <laughs> Last week, Facebook says it would remove any content that, quote, claims the COVID-19 vaccine changes people's DNA. We just got a new leaked tape from Zuckerberg himself violating his own code of conduct. I share some caution on this because um, we just don't know the long-term side effects of, of basically modifying people's um, DNA and RNA. Basically, the vaccine is modifying people's DNA. But then Zuckerberg on November 30th in a public live stream Q&A appears to somewhat change his tune. I mean, my understanding is that these vaccines do not modify your DNA or, or RNA. No. Isn't it interesting that as soon as he's made up his mind or appears to have made up his mind on the topic, he disallows the almost 3 billion Facebook users to do the same. Rules for thee, but not for me. Just don't know the long term. Uh, Zuckerberg doesn't control Facebook, like just like Dorsey didn't control Twitter. Are you telling me that Mark Zuckerberg, if he was my friend, couldn't get my Instagram account back? I call bullshit. I bet he can. We're going there. We're going to Meta. Uh, the quickest way to modify your DNA RNA is to damage it with alcohol or improve it with CrossFit. Okay. Um. Okay, so I was kicked off of Instagram for saying stuff like that and. I don't expect an apology. It's fine. Uh, three fifty four. I just wait. Can I don't even want my account back. Can you just give me my blue check mark back on my on my new account? Yeah, but you gotta have. We gotta at least break ten grand on that. Have you broken ten grand on your new account? No, the, no. The, Brian Friend has more uh, Instagram followers than I do. Can we combine ours? If we combine hey, we any them? any any time. I think my life is good. I just remind myself that Brian Friend has more followers than me, and that I just. Brings me back down to reality. Uh, 354. Uh, uh, God, Chicago needs to get rid of its mayor so bad. Wow, she looks like a capable, fit individual. Look at that photo. She, well, I do like this about her. I do like it that she doesn't like, at least she just comes out as herself. Like, that's who she is, and I and I just like her. Uh, this guy, Zeke Arkham, uh, Ham, uh, was on the podcast, by the way. It wasn't uh, He's a great guy. I didn't do him justice. But this fucking mayor... Uh, she she wants she's telling people to stop using um oh there we go mason there we go god ah 
because <laughs> uh, um, I, I did heavy, I did heavy deadlifts yesterday. I am, I'm kind of, I am kind of like, I'm, I'm puffy now. I got inflammation from it. I never do heavy deadlifts. And I did heavy deadlifts. So I'm, uh, that's why I'm looking kind of swole. Um, uh, you know, like that workout inflammation. This lady, at least she doesn't like try to dress up and be all fancy. Like she just does herself, which is, she looks like something from Men in Black, right? Like it's some weird shit. But anyway, uh, Lori Lightfoot. Okay, here we go. The, how can you stop people from taking cash? Hey, we, we already talked about this, but here we go. Here we go. To stop using cash if they don't want to keep getting mugged. What's up, everybody? Zeke here. So Lori Lightfoot, as you can see, is blaming Chicago residents for having cash. She's basically saying, don't carry cash on you. And if you get robbed, it's your fault because you had cash on you. So, Lori, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to do this for free because I'm, I'm a charitable kind of guy like that. Um, this is a crazy idea, but I think it'll work. I think it'll work. Just give it a shot. How about you empower the cops to actually do their jobs? How about you coerce the DAs to actually fight for stricter sentences? And then you impose it on the judges to actually carry out those sentences and thereby make crime something bad, make make it a deterrent. You know, people don't want to do crimes. I don't know. As a cop. It might work. Might work. Zeke Arkham, cop of that. Hey, once again, guess who that hurts? That only hurts poor people. You stop allowing people to use cash, and that only hurts fucking poor people. What do they call them? The marginalized communities? Fucking idiot. Sevon, definitely Brandon. Oh, you're you're like way back in the show when we were definitely Danielle Brandon as a regular. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you do think Zeke was a great guest? Okay. I thought he was great. I thought I did shitty. I thought I was a shitty host for him. I would say that was one of my worst shows. I don't know what was wrong with me. Sometimes I'm just not on. This morning I'm on. Uh, okay. Uh, 3.53, dads. Oh, what do you think about three, three more minutes? Sure. The show? Okay. And then, I'm gonna, and then I got to finish packing and uh, head over to my homeboy's house. Mm-hmm. So 70% of inmates are a product of a single-parent household. What they don't tell you is that single fathers produce similar statistics of those of homes with two parents, while single mothers don't. So the key to keep your children out of prison is the father, but mothers are awarded custody 90% of the time, women are incentivized to leave a marriage, and prisons profit $74 billion a year. Am I thinking too much, or is there some sort of plan here? You got it. Be a dad, be a dad, be a dad, be a dad. I mean, you don't have to be a dad, but if you have kids, be a dad. Just be a dad, just be a dad. Just be a dad. Why? It was, no, it was good. Okay, cool. Yeah, sometimes I don't know. I, You know, it's funny. Susa sometimes will be like, oh, my God, you really hit it off with that guest. And I go, I hated them. <laughs> so I don't know. So I don't I, I, I don't mean, I'll take your word for it. I'm, I, I'll take your word for it. Uh, 352 dress code. If you have kids, be a dad. If you don't have kids, don't be a dad. But if you have kids, be a dad. Don't be a dad, be a father. Fine, good. I'll take it. Um, call me a boomer, but I don't think that casualization 
of our dress code is good for society. Not saying back to suits and dresses to the grocery store, but damn, lazy appearance leads to lazy attitude, lazy behavior. It's human nature. Pretty soon, nobody will get haircuts or shave. I... It's it, 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 the the irony here, right? Because on one hand, I'm saying just go on natural. Like if you're fucking uh, black chick, uh, let that um, fro fucking go. And if you're a white chick, stop covering your entire fucking face with Avon products so you look like a mannequin. Whatever you know. Um, <laughs> I guess it has nothing to do with uh, ethnicity or race, but you guys are. It's just too much. It's just you're spending an hour getting ready, your piercings, your tattoos, all your hair. Like we still have to fuck you and look at you in the morning. Like why can't you just like see what we're going to get right now? And you know what? Fuck guys who can't appreciate you're just your for who you are. Now, I, I get it. You want to wear a little eyeliner. You want to fucking put a push-up bra on for a night out or, you know, some some tools to on exception to seduce or to, uh, to up your game, but all this work. That being said, how is it that you, everywhere I go, there's kids who look like shit wearing sweatpants that are three sizes too big or pajamas to tennis class or they're unkept or you, you're walking around with your kids somewhere and your kid has food all over your, themselves. Like make, make your child and yourself and your life presentable. Make yourself presentable. I'm not even saying like the things like you don't need to be a tool of the man. Like, I'm cool. You don't want to wear a bra? Let those fucking things hang. You don't want to um, brush your hair? Cool. But a clean shirt? Not dirt on your face? Like, yeah, bro. Exactly, bro. Just be a bro. I always prefer the natural look. Yeah. It's, it's, it's absolutely absurd how many people take their kids out. And if your kids look worse than you in public, I, I, I just ding you for that. I just think you're a piece of shit parent. Just not, I don't think you're a piece of shit as a person, but why, why do you look good and your kids look like shit? Yeah. Tangled hair, not necessarily good. So is there like a tipping point? Like there's, there's a, in your opinion, is there like a certain amount of, presentability and getting ready and then if you go too far it's like too much and it's too superficial for you yeah like you have three necklaces on two bracelets three earrings uh six coats of fucking makeup uh your hair's quaffed and your hat's on sideways and and um uh, and you have a vape pen and um, your your (laughs) shoes are your shoes are untied just enough to so they fit and you're, you're walking along the beach like yeah you're a fucking idiot like there's nothing about you that seems fun you know what i mean there's not like you like I just know already there's nothing about you that's fun. You're not you're not fucking cool. Like like no amount of money's ever going to make you cool. Right? So like Susa, if me and you had 10 million dollars and we went to Cabo San Lucas together, yeah. yep. Um we would be 4 days away from going to a nude beach together. Because because <laughs> we don't give a fuck. Yeah. But sure. there's some people who can just never get there. They just can never get to just like, oh, fuck, this is life's easy. Yeah. I just brush my teeth, exercise a little bit. Not sure. I don't have like any like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, there might be a time to trim your pubes. Your bush is so big. You can't find your penis. Nose hairs like you just want to trim a few off just because it's distracting when people talk to you. 
But like to wax the whole inside of your fucking nose and you have a standing appointment every two months. It's just like, and if someone's going to be like, oh, but someone, I like having my nails done and my shit waxed. Okay, if you like doing it, good, do it. I'm just saying that on the flip side, I know you panic and you miss a day at the beach because your hair is at that length. You ready for this, people? I'm about to fuck you up. Your hair is at that length where you can't get waxed because it's not long enough, but you can't go to the beach because you have to let it grow a little longer for your waxing appointment in two days, and you feel uncomfortable at the beach showing everyone that little bit of hair you have because you can't get it waxed because it's not long enough. You see you see the, the problem you have? Because you're just not cool. You're just not cool. Just like, fuck it. Fuck it, just go to the beach. So it's like I got a little hairy legs today. So what? So every now and then I feel like I should step my game up. I went to the gym like this couple months back and I was leaving from one thing to the other and I was just stopping in to grab something and I had a pair, just a pair of jeans on. Yeah. Not a collared shirt. Yeah. And like three people were like, Are you going to like a an event right now? Are you going to like a wedding or something? And I was like, it's Oh, okay. Oh. I just have fucking <laughs> jeans on. Yeah. Yeah. But I just wear like Volcom joggers majority of the time because they're comfortable and I coach a lot and uh you say that like you've had that problem before i don't know what problem you're talking about but dude there was a time in my life where i thought sweating was disgusting not disgusting i just didn't ever want to be sweating there was i used to carry a, a, a in third grade i carried a comb in the back of my back pocket i was always combing my hair so cool i, mean, I haven't fucking combed my hair in 20 years or brushed <laughs> my hair unless i'm doing a joke like brushing it all down in the front to make myself look like a fucking weirdo like, I just, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, I have some shortcomings. I wash my asshole and my cock and balls with soap. I, 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 I'm not totally free. I, you know, I cut my toenails. There's some things I, I do. Cut my fingernails. I don't, I don't like, uh, if I see nose hairs uh, hanging out, I start pulling them out. You pull your nose hairs out with your fingers? Me? Yeah. Yeah. They don't get like super long like that but i have yeah i, I reach in there and just grab them and pull it, it, it is Ow, what a horror, you yeah for pain or what's that it about? sucks dude and hey and the ones that are in, what's this part of your nose called i have That's no clue the part that separates your nostrils it's got to have a word it's hair hairs that grow out on the side on that thing i always look at those and be like man do i god i don't want to pull you but they have to make your eyes water I wax the taint. I don't even have any hair. <laughs> on my, I don't think I have any. I should ask my wife. Oh, yeah. I don't think I, I have any hair between my balls and my anus. It's funny. I've never even thought about that. I saw this, too. I think uh, there was an issue with our phone. Earlier oh, time. shit. I don't. I took the phone down. <laughs> it's back. Oh, shit. I took because I'm going to Tahoe today. I took the phone up. I'm just looking here now. The phone's not here. I was just thinking, I was like, man, we had no calls. That's unusual. We usually get like one or two. And then I started like looking back in the comments and realizing that people were commenting that the phone line wasn't working. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, um, you, you know, for, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not just full blown. Like, I'm not just like, let your like no brushing. I, I have some, I have some hangups too, but, but being free is awesome. Let me tell you, like, and people know when they're around those free people, you, you got to be healthy though. If you're going to be free, that, that, that kind of like comes with it. You can't, if, if you're a hundred pounds overweight, you don't even have the options for these things because mold will start growing on you. Ooh. And I, I don't mean that like, I mean that literally. 
But if you're a healthy person, you can just start letting shit go that the rest of fucking society is a slave to. And you'll actually be more attractive to people. I'm sorry, Jody. Uh, to, uh, hopefully, when I get to Tahoe today, I'll find a place to set up and we'll just be doing live calling shows all week. Okay. Uh, guys, thank you. What a, This was a big show that said this morning. Did you notice that? Mm, I had fun with it. No, I wasn't paying attention too much to the numbers. I was like, just like, yeah, lots of viewers today. I think our uh, headline got some traction, though. Oh, 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 nice. Yeah. So the thing is this. Um, I don't know what's going to happen the next three days. I didn't know we were going to do this show. I was supposed to leave for Tahoe at six in the morning and then move to eight in the morning. And now it's moved to 10 in the morning. And so that's cool. So that let us do a show. So I just don't know what's going on for the next three days. Uh, you were off today. I was not off today. I should some point player. I'm not off today. Am I Susa? No, not at all. <clears throat> yeah. I'm excited. I was so excited to, to come and hang out with you guys this morning. All right. Um, thanks as always for the conversation. Susan said on safe travels. Okay, guys, thank you. Uh, we will see you guys uh, hopefully tomorrow. I'll find a room in the house in Tahoe. I'm bringing all my shit. I got like my mixers and my cell phones and my extra monitor, and my fancy computers. Probably do a test run tonight or something. You think? Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe we'll do a test run. Cobra roads. Uh, Cobra. I saw you text me. I haven't even opened the text yet. Um, I will. Uh, I saw that the that movie um, you were in the documentary is now going to be made into a, a feature length film. But I will. I just saw the headline of your text. I'll look at it, and um, I'm away from home for the next four days, Cobra. So uh, let's talk on the phone and hang out. It's always great talking. To you. All right, guys. Um, <laughs> Sevon drops off. Susan takes over. Someone wrote in the comments. You know, it's funny you say that. Someone wrote in the comments. Um, you know, uh, Susan and Caleb need to drop Sevon. <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> I was like, ouch. Nobody wants ouch. that. Ouch. All right. Bye bye.